0: Available to buy now, wherever books are sold.
1: More than 2,000 years ago, an Italian soothsayer told Julius Caesar that he'd encountered a bull without a heart, a very bad omen. The soothsayer told Caesar to be careful for the next 30 days. Less than a month later, on March 15, 44 B.C., Caesar walked into a meeting to find as many as 60 Roman senators with daggers. They made a perimeter around him and stabbed him 23 times, in the middle of Rome, exactly where we were standing a couple of months ago. On this corner. I don't remember many lines from Shakespeare's plays. I don't remember many lines from most plays. But I do know this one, et tu Brute, You too, Brutus? That's what Shakespeare imagined Caesar saying to his friend Brutus, the last of the senators, to stab him. Caesar had declared himself dictator of Rome for life, and senators were now worried he would implement a totalitarian state, do away with the republic. So they did what they felt they needed to do. They killed a dictator. There's a small white stone that still stands on the exact spot where Caesar was said to fall, here in the middle of Rome, in the center of it all. And there we were, looking at it, and the two cats that were sitting directly on top of it. And Julius
2: Caesar, he hated cats. Something we kept hearing is that dictators hate cats. Because cats are free
1: spirits. (laughs) Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, and Napoleon were said to have hated cats. Mussolini hated cats. He once said the things he hated most in life were Hitler, money, cats, and old age. Mussolini had the site of Caesar's death dug up in 1929 in order to visibly connect his dictatorship to the great Roman Empire. And as soon as the ancient temple ruins were exposed, cats moved in. Generations of them have taken over, sometimes as many as 200 at a time. There were 130 on the day we were there, including one named Brutus. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. When you get to the old ruins, you have to look down to see them. They're below street level. There are foundations of old buildings with grass growing up around them, a maze of walkways, columns on their sides, and, of course, the cats. Lots of cats. And there's a little staircase in one corner. And when you go down the stairs and duck into a little cave-like room, you'll find an 80-year-old former opera singer. My name is Silvia Viviani. She kept telling me to be careful because the ceilings were so low. She spends a lot of time here, in a little room underground next to the ruins. Silvia is the caretaker for the cats.
2: You are very tall, don't you?
1: (laughs) She thought I would hit my head, which, of course, I eventually did. A tram runs above the street, and you'll hear it here from time to time.
2: Sit down,
1: please. And Where are we actually? Oh, look, what's the name? Does this cat have a name? Yes, she is Ivanka. Is she one of your favorites? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) After 30 years working as an opera singer, she retired. She was 53. The day she signed her retirement papers, she went for a walk and made her way here, as she often did, to watch the cats on the ruins. That day, she noticed a very elegant woman down in there with the cats, and she doesn't know what compelled her to do this. But she decided to go speak to her.
2: It was a lady named Franca Stoppi. and She was an actress, but she was very... Very distressed because nobody helped her and she had to buy all the food and she had spade neutered more than uh, 100 cats who lived there. And so um, together with uh, uh, another friend, Leah the Quell, we decided to help her.
1: Franca and Leah and Sylvia devoted more and more of their time to these cats. Before them, they were cared for by the famous Italian actress Anna Magnani. She lived nearby and would come at night, sometimes disguised, with pots of homemade pasta for them. And before that, the Italian actor Antony Carasta cared for them.
2: He came here and brought food to the cats and they said that he would have um, that he would have liked to to die with his cats and they say but uh, I am just telling you what I heard uh, that he died here uh, from stroke with his cats
1: Sylvia says there's something going on with cats and artists
2: according to me they are the most artistic thing, the most artistic thing Gal created. He is the greatest artist. And uh, cats are his uh, chef d'oeuvre. <laughs> what is it about cats? Why do
1: you think? That's a big statement to say that God's greatest creation, most artistic creation is a cat. What is it about a cat that you find to be so
2: artistic, so creative? They are so beautiful, so um, proportioned. Can I say this? Uh, They have these big eyes. They are the animals who have bigger eyes in proportion with their other features. Uh, oh. oh, my dear. How do you say? Wrong, wrong, wrong. Uh, no, take your time. The, 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 when cats... Uh, purr. Oh. If you think about purring, it is... Uh, is uh, uh, it's marvelous. Uh, it's... Uh, the, the purring of a cat caresses you. And they say that it's also beneficial for blood pressure. <laughs> yes.
1: No people can go into the ruins. There's a fence protecting what they call the sacred area. But the cats come and go as they please. And if they want to visit Sylvia, they know where she is. In her little office underground, right next door. Today, there's electricity and lights and running water. But in those early days, Sylvia says, this was a much harder place to be.
2: There was no light. Uh, it was all open. Uh, it was a, cave, a dark cave, dark and very... Um, uh, damp. Damp, and uh, it was not not very... not at all agreeable. Uh, Besides the cats, there were lots of cockroaches, (laughs) which I have always hated, but for the love of the cats.
1: Sylvia and Leah and Franca pooled their money to buy cat food. They wanted to make it nicer, but they didn't know how. A British visitor told them that they should ask tourists for money. That in England, even duchesses asked the public directly for money for good causes, and so they got all dressed up and tried it out.
2: One Sunday, we're very elegant uh, with high uh, high heels, uh, and uh, and our jewels as, as duchesses. <laughs> We went outside, and we began trembling to stop people. Um, Please, can you do something for the cats here? Uh, Somebody laughed. Somebody stopped and gave us something. Somebody told us, what else can I do for the cats? Okay, you can come and help help us. And we see the the good of... uh, of life and people, I I can say, I can affirm that there are good people in this world.
1: That first day, in about an hour, they made enough money to buy food and to have many more cats spayed and neutered. They had enough money to get medicine for sick cats.
2: It's astonishing to think how things developed almost by themselves. Sylvia said the work should have been exhausting,
1: but it wasn't, because she likes spending time with Leah. She describes her as happy, warm, wise. Leah often said that the presence of the cats
2: was what made the monuments interesting. She had no son. I have no children. Uh, I was never married. And uh, she had no body. She had no relatives, (laughs) Don't want to roll over a cat. Mm -hmm. She
1: had no relatives, and so it was a perfect time for you to meet each other.
2: Yeah, Um, yeah, Uh, you can say so. It was the perfect time because we completed. uh, We were very different, uh, uh, but we we completed very well. We, how can I say, Uh, we adapted very well. We fit. (laughs) Well, (laughs) they worked together
1: every day and then spoke on the phone every night at 10 p.m. before bed. This went on for 20 years, and then Leah died of cancer in 2013. On her tombstone, it says, Let cats come and play. Today, Sylvia works here without her friend, but she has plenty of help. There are a lot of volunteers, people all over the world send money for the cats. Locals and tourists come every day just to look at the cats. One visitor was so moved that she wrote a book. It contains multi-page biographies of each cat. For example, Frisbee likes chicken parties. Sylvia's favorite cat, Ivanka, quote, wants to love so much, but she doesn't know how to control her feelings. It's become a much more formal operation with an official name, the Torre Argentina Cat Sanctuary.
2: What is a Gatara? A Gatara is, according to the collective um, uh, fantasy, the lady who takes care of cats. Usually they depict them as an old lady, almost a witch who goes around with fish in her pockets (laughs) and stinks and is uh, uh, crazy, uh, a crazy lady, Gattara. Uh, now, Gattari. Gattara is uh, uh, very often a young lady who has uh, her car, which is always full of uh, uh, canned food. The first thing she wants to do is uh, spay and neuter. Are you a Gattara? Yes, I am because I come here. But the Gattara. I uh, according to the cliché, is uh, the lady who goes in the street to uh, to distribute food in the, the corners and so on. Now, uh, then I am here as a clerk, you know. <laughs> what is it that makes you keep coming here? Uh, now, you see, this, uh, this is keeping me Alive, I could stay uh, on, on my sofa uh, listening to operas for uh, 20 hour hours a day, but uh, but I think that uh, being here, I have I have friendship, maybe love, because I think that. Uh, all of the, all these uh, people love me uh, and care about me. As long as I can come here, I will come here. In
1: 2012, archaeologists spoke up, complaining that the cats had been allowed to take over. A culture ministry archaeologist said. The cat ladies are occupying one of the most important sites, and that's incompatible with the preservation of the monument. They wanted the cats gone. Sylvia said, if they want war, we'll give them war. She invited supporters from all over the world to send letters and emails and to sign an
2: online petition. And they were flooded, flooded with 30 thousand emails they they asked us please tell them to stop because our our computers are (laughs) and so now they know that I am a Roman I am an Italian I adore uh, every every single stone of this of this uh, town of course but with all the things they have to excavate in Rome. It's something that they can do without. Rome's
1: mayor tweeted that he was on the side of the cats of Rome. Anyone who touches them will be in trouble. And the archaeologists backed off for now. Support for This Is Love comes from Indeed. Hiring someone new can sometimes feel like finding a missing puzzle piece. The right person can complete a team, but the search can take a long time. And sometimes it feels entirely up to chance. Indeed is designed to help you find that perfect match much easier and much faster. Indeed's matching engine learns from your preferences for job candidates and becomes more accurate over time. That means the more you use it, the better it gets. You also don't need to worry about the busy work of hiring. Indeed will help you with scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners to this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash thisislove. Just go to Indeed.com slash thisislove right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash this is love. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Most weight loss programs focus on restriction and inflexible routine, which is why most diets fail. But Noom isn't a diet. It's a weight management program that uses psychology and biology to help you develop healthy, sustainable habits. Noom believes that weight loss starts with the brain, and their daily lessons are tailored to help users understand the science behind food cravings and eating choices. Whether you want to lose weight, increase physical activity, meet a health goal, or simply change the way you think about food, Noom can help you build healthy habits while still enjoying your favorite foods. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com and check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
3: This is Antonietta. Poor Antonietta is the oldest, and she suffers from severe kidney problems. This is Monica
1: Borowski. She's been volunteering at the sanctuary for 20 years.
3: This is Giotto. Giotto also is partially blind and old. Uh, this is Grampi, he's old, partially blind. Brutus, another blind cat. And this is the oldest one, Raffaella. Raffaella spent all her life in the ruins, but uh, now we keep her here because she's very old, she couldn't no, no, survive. No, no. Lampadina wants to go out, no
2: Lampadina. Si.
3: La Lampadina no, is L'antadina. totally blind, but she doesn't know. Uh-huh. So she always wants to go outside. No,
1: Another cat
3: was sleeping behind Sylvia's
1: computer monitor.
3: Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry.
1: Two others circled my feet the entire time. Ivanka kept trying to get inside my bag. Oh, sorry. I tried to keep it together, but they were everywhere, and I couldn't take it anymore. I had to admit to Sylvia that I don't like cats. No. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I can't see when they're, they're claws. I'm terrified of cats. Supernatural, you mean. <laughs> but I think cats know it because they always try to come near me.
2: I don't know. Uh, I am sorry because you deprive yourself of a great joy. Uh, because uh, they can give you peace, joy. Uh, Love uh, and aesthetic joy also to see them in every in every attitude. Uh, they always beautiful, always like like uh, uh, ballerinas. You know. <laughs> look! Look!
3: Look! Look! She loves cat. Lauren loves cats. Because <laughs> not a dictator.
1: Because she's not a dictator. Because <laughs> she's not Napoleon. When the interview was done, we asked for a tour. I was so thrilled to be getting away from Ivanka, I was basically running, and that's when I hit my head on the low arch ceiling. Oh, oh, oh my head! Then I had to go into the infirmary, where they keep the sick cats.
2: My head. With uh, the uh, pills, uh,
3: injections, or so on. This is a pioppo. Pioppo. Is uh, has uh, three legs. In these cages, usually we keep the youngest cats. But at the moment, we don't have young cats. Uh, but uh, in a short period, we will have kittens. I have
2: um, uh, a weak spot, can I say so? A soft spot for uh, kittens. Kittens. Uh, I spend. Uh, hours looking um Your youtube programs of kittens uh, so you leave the sanctuary which is has 130 cats and then you go home and watch youtube videos of kittens <laughs> yeah I, I, I do other things i read books but it's a I lot of interested in many other things but uh, They are my love. (laughs) They have given me a reason for life.
1: A few years before Caesar's death, he went to Egypt, where he met Cleopatra, arguably one of the greatest cat lovers there ever was. They had an affair or a great love or something, she followed him back to Rome with her cats and was there in the city when he died. Sylvia sometimes wonders if, when a new cat arrives at the ruins, it might be Cleopatra coming to say hi. This Is Love is created by Lauren Spohr and me, Nadia Wilson is our senior producer. Audio mix by Michael Rayfield and Rob Byers. Special thanks to Erica Lance. You're holding it together. This is the hardest interview I've ever done in my life. This
0: is harder than the body farm? This is
1: 1,000 times harder than the body farm. This is the hardest interview I've ever done in my life. Julian Alexander makes original illustrations for each episode of This Is Love. You can see them at thisislovepodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at This Is Love Show. Oh, I mean, I don't even want to go back in. I
2: didn't realize you were. I knew you were scared. And I did you were so
1: scared. I think I'm going to give you the microphone. I don't, I don't. I just. I don't. Because they know. They know if you don't. If you don't like mm-hmm. them, they come near you. If they, if they know you don't like it's like you're trying to convince you. They're trying to change your mind. Oh, 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 see? This is Love is recorded in the studios of North Carolina Public Radio, W U N C. We're a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, a collection of the best podcasts around. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. I think this is the hardest hour I've ever lived. In my life, microphone or not,
3: Radiotopia from PRX.
0: Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running.